podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Dream Team Tonic podcast, episode four. Great to be back. Great to be watching live football with fans in the ground again. Uh, it's been a great weekend of football. Um, with me as usual, co-host, Ben. Are you there, Ben? How you doing, fellas? Oh, good, mate. Are you there, James? I'm here, mate. Excellent. So, we'll uh, jump straight into our teams. Uh, let's have a look how they've done opening opening weekend. Uh, straight over to you, James. Yeah, really, I'm pretty happy with um, 83 points from my dream team so far. Fairly solid start. Still got three Spurs players in there um, to play on Thursday, hopefully at least, um, if Nuno decides to go with a strong team. Um, I've got Fabianski in goal. Fabianski in goal. He got me minus one, which wasn't so good. Mm. Um, Trent Alexander-Arnold and Timikas. Got me eight points each, which is good. Sergio Reguilon got me five. Um, in midfield, I've got Fernandez with 28. Um, Mora got me a star man and uh, seven points, which was good. Um, not so good was um, Gundogan and Mares, who did absolutely nothing. <laughs> um, bit yeah. disappointing. Um, but they've got Norwich up next, so I'm, I'm hoping for big things. Although I hear Gundogan might have a shoulder injury now. So yeah. he could be first for the chopping block, thanks to Fergie's apprentice for that uh, snippet of info. Um, yeah, so up front, um, Salah got me 17, Mane got me three, and Son got me eight. Um, no need for any emergency transfers apart from maybe Gundogan. Um, yeah. I am questioning my decision to go with Fabianski, but... Um, it's still early days. The transfer window is still open, so I think other th- lots of things can happen. I'm not planning on burning any. Well, if Gundogan's out, I will, but I'm. I don't think after one week I won't be making five transfers or anything rash like that. No. Um, I'm doing. T- I'm doing ten teams this year, of course, some um, boys, as you know. Um, yeah. And um, they're doing all right as well. I won't go into those in detail, but my best team. Is my Liverpool block with 95, closely followed by my Spurs team at 91. So, um, so this is all new to me, but um, it's going, going it's <laughs> going all right so far. Yeah, it's a it's a good start. I mean, the Spurs result is very much unexpected. Um, we punted on them really for the European games, the extra games. It's a bit of a write off the City game, I guess, but yeah, they've done, they've done the business, and so I think that softens the blow from Gundogan and Mares not doing the business. At, Certainly does, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Mora played really well. Son goal, loves scoring against City. Um, a regular one, getting a sneaky clean sheet. Mm. Good stuff. Over to yours, Ben. Yeah, um, eighty-three points for me. Um, I've got Sanchez in goal, three points. So I need to win at Burnley, didn't I? Two-one. Yeah. Um. Two Liverpool, Alexander Arnold and Simicus, eight apiece. Uh, Shaw got a minus one booking. 
Yeah. Um, and Regulon, I brought in as emergency substitution. <laughs> I had to do a transfer. I had Kane in from the start. Um, after Nuno's comments at near the end of the weekend, uh, near the end of the week, he said that uh, Kane could be involved. Involved. So I thought, ah, oh, I'll just put him in. And if he's in there, then he's got a possibility of two games, hasn't he? Because they're playing in the Europa Conference yeah. on Thursday. But after seeing him not in the team tonight and looking looking at all the information, I decided to go for a two for zero and bring in Regulon. And he's got me five points already, so hopefully he plays Thursday. Uh, midfield, got four midfielders. Fernandez, 28 points. Hattrick Hero. Um, Mora, eight, seven points. Starman. <clears throat> Mares done nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Ali, he did nothing really, zero. And then Salah and Son up front, 17 points for Salah and eight for Son. That's a good show. Like I say, Mares, this is this is the moment where you angry, angry transfer him out, in it? Yeah. And, get, <laughs> and he bags a brace next week. Yeah. That, that's what Mares is all about. Um, next week with uh, Norwich, it's a bit of a tricky one. You keep him in, I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, it, 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 strange game, really. Um, De, De Bruyne changed it when he came on, as usual. Yeah, he injected so much pace, so much more pace, um, and they look good. They look like they might have sneaked an equaliser, but yeah, Morris fairly quiet. Um, Ali, as you said, I think I think with Deli Ali, I think obviously his position was like say a left sided centre mid. Yeah. Um, he did try to get forward as much as possible to try and join in with the counter attacks and that. But I think I think he did a lot of ball winning. I think he had a decent game, mm. not in not for dream team purposes, but yeah. he played well. Done the I job, think, didn't he? That yeah, he did. Him. Yeah, definitely effective. I think as soon as he starts to play lesser sides than City, I think he'll be given a little bit more freedom to be joining in them attacks. But I think yeah. it, it was a very disciplined display from Ali. Uh, unfortunately, didn't come to any dream team points. He didn't get a seven rating, but yeah, I, I thought he had an all right game. Pep was a bit of a sneaky one, wasn't he? I, I, all his comments that I read, at least leading up to this game, were you know KDB's out, you know, etc. He's training on his own, and then he's yeah. then he pops up on the bench. Yeah, um, bit of a surprise. Bit annoyed yeah, with that. I might have put him in if I thought he was going to be on the bench. <laughs> and but, Sterling, um, yeah, Sterling yeah. Well from nowhere. Yeah, uh, which which scared me a little bit before kick off, but <laughs> I mean, Spurs Spurs played really well. Um, could have been a few more really. They were a good yeah. game. They didn't start well though, did they? The first ten minutes they looked shocking, yeah. and then they just seemed to turn it around. And um, a month, yeah, they were they they were the great on the break, weren't they? Yeah, classic yeah. counter attacking, really dangerous. I mean, a big shout for uh, Stephen Bergwijn who obviously is very cheap in Dream Team, and how far forward he were playing. He were almost playing alongside Son, especially in yeah. those counters, uh, pace to burn. He, he's, he's one that's definitely gone to my watch list. More of, well, very much deserved man of the match. He, he were unbelievable. Every time he got the ball, he carried it well. He was really dangerous. Like, uh, yeah, man possessed at times, Mora. Uh, yeah. Yeah, really good performance. Jump onto my team. Uh, 86 points this week. Just three more than you boys. Don't know where them extra three come from. Um, 
anyway, I, I, I stuck with me block Liverpool, but I only had three. Obviously, Alisson in net, eight points. Alexander Arnold and Simicus. Shaw ruining ruining it a little bit with minus one, but there you are. Uh, Bruno, that's why he's essential. Unbelievable. Not one penalty as well. Um, yeah, it's brilliant to watch. Uh, 28 points. Mares and Ali both blanking. Mora doing the business though, star man. Um, then up top, three up top, Salah, 17 points. Son, nice goal, eight points. And Manny got deserved three points. He probably could have had a, a little bit more, but one of those. Um, happy enough, 86 points. It's a, it's a decent start, solid start. Not complaining there. Could have been better, but got the three three Spurs assets again going into into the week. I know there's quite a lot that are up at the top with I don't know one twenty who don't have many Spurs assets. So yeah, I think our he, mate I think, our mate Steve's top of the leaderboard, isn't he? He is. He is. He's probably going to get squalid a little bit if uh, these Spurs assets play. But I mean, it's an absolute brilliant start for him. He's not a really a deep dream team player. Um, he has said that he's just been listening to pods and, and that's where he's got all his knowledge from so <laughs> but yeah um, fair play Steve keep it up yeah, mate well done. he's one of us he's one of us one of our that's own. it is <laughs> so the team's touched on uh, covered we're all in a similar position like you say we are playing 10 teams got a few few teams that are better especially with the blocks um, but yeah, we'll jump straight into the listener questions now. Uh, Fergie's apprentice has been on. Should we upgrade Mane to Lukaku with Arsenal next week? And should we get Kane in ASAP? Is De Bruyne a must or is there too many options? PS, keep up the great content, boys. A lot of questions in there. Um, do you want to decipher it? Go on, James. <clears throat> well, as I said to Fergie's apprentice on, um, on Twitter, patience, young Padawan. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's um yeah he's 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 desperate to burn some transfers isn't he um yeah he's eager yeah i do you know what? i i think it's a bit too soon i think um unless you've got anything but uh terribly wrong with your side i, I wouldn't be making transfers i mean lukaku's got um arsenal away and liverpool away um <sighs> If he, he's more of a flat track bully, isn't he, Lukaku? If, if he was yeah. playing two of the lower sides, I, I, I'd be in favour of that. Um, I mean, it, it, let's be honest, Lukaku can score against anyone, but those two fixtures don't scream at me as get him in immediately. Um, with Kane, well, who knows? I wouldn't be getting in Kane until we've had some positive news on yeah. where he's going to be. Well, yeah. um, he's not going to... Yeah, I'm just keep an eye on that one. Obviously, um, did he ask about De Bruyne as well? Yeah, uh, De Bruyne. Um, well, now I think now De Bruyne's on the bench. Um, he's probably going to start the next game, given that they've lost today as well. So, I think um, if you've got any underperformers in your midfield, I wouldn't be against um, dropping Kevin De Bruyne in there because um, he's he's a bit more of a known quantity, and they've got Norwich next. What do you guys think? Go on, Ben. Uh, yeah. Um, well, De Bruyne plays in the second game of the week. Week next week. Uh, sorry, the beginning of the 
weekend next weekend. You know, Liverpool starts the week off with uh, Burnley, and then Man City play at the three o'clock. So you can see if he starts, he he's probably one of one of my watch list if uh, he is starting. But like you say, he's only got one game. Um, what else did he ask? He asked about Lukaku. Uh, yeah. Lukaku's got Arsenal. Um, he's looking to get rid of Manny. I wouldn't take Manny out for Lukaku with that fixture. They've got Burnley, haven't they? Yeah, we've got Burnley at home next, so yeah. that's a plum fixture, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, I uh, he, he could do it in maybe one team when he's teams are struggling or something a bit further down, but I wouldn't do it in your your main team. I think Manny, I think Manny could get a couple next week. And yeah. what was the other question? No, I think you, you uh, covered it there, haven't I? The Kane yeah. one. Oh, Kane. We touched on Kane. Well, we don't know what's happening. So, um, if he's playing against Norwich, is it Norwich? Yeah, Norwich um, could bring him in, yeah. Yeah. But obviously, we can see the lineup. So, that's a good thing about they haven't, they're not like trickling the games now. We can Most of the games will be on at three o'clock, which is brilliant. Yeah. What yeah. do you think, Tony? I think you've both been very, very kind to Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think his theory is Lukaku playing against Arsenal next yeah. game. Obviously, <laughs> Liverpool the week Liverpool the week after he's not going to be throwing Van Dijk around, is he? Lukaku, like you say, he's a bit of a bully. He's a big lad, and uh, a lot of a lot of centre halves have struggled to keep up with him. He's he, he's got a bit of pace, and he's a strong guy. But that Arsenal back line, yeah, you could probably make mincemeat out of that. Mm. Um, playing Liverpool but, the week after, though, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you've got to play the long game, and like James said, you're trying to burn transfers too quickly. Um, I'd probably wait with Lukaku uh, if you don't mind. But as Ben says as well, I completely agree. If you've got a few teams lower down that haven't started quite as well, he's a, a decent punt to probably drag you back up there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in your in your teams that have started quite well. You won't be going. You won't be going mad to Lukaku, Kane. You just got to wait. It's a waiting game. Everyone's in the same boat. Nobody knows. Um, I say Ben took a punt on him in be, being lined up. It cost a transfer, but it might have paid off. You you, you just don't know. Mm. And De Bruyne, yeah, when when he's fit, I think he is a must. He's in the essential team. Um, he, we think. He's... Do we think he's leaving now? Then Kane. Yeah, with the way Nuno spoke. I mean, is is your captain? Is is your club captain? Is your main man? Your star striker? Yeah. Uh, and he's not in the squad for a game when he's openly said he's been training all week, even though it's been on in isolation. He's been training, and then when it when it comes to it, he says uh, he says he's he's brought the injured players or the pe- people that were training alone, Romero, um, Gil. Yeah. Brian Hill. Uh, Brian Hill. <laughs> and, um, and Kane, he said that basically it's important for him to come along to the stadium, soak in the atmosphere, see what they do on match days. And then he asked him where Kane is. He's like, oh, actually, I don't know. Yeah. He, he came into work this morning, but I don't know where he is now. And that says it all. Why is Kane not at the stadium to watch his team? Yeah. I, I think it says everything, that. And uh, I don't think we'll see him Thursday. I think the next time we see him, he'll probably have the Sky Blue or City on. Um. And I think it's just Levi trying to get as much money as he possibly can for that for that deal. And it's going to be a last day of transfer window again, isn't it, for Le- Le- Levi? 
Yeah, possibly. I mean, we, we might not see Kane until September. Yeah. It's one of them. So I'd just wait. And if you miss a week of him being in there, yeah, it's just one of them. One of them. Hopefully, he'll, um, he'll go down in price, but I'm not sure if it works that way. If you don't play... No, yeah, he's got to play. He's got to play, hasn't he? Yeah, that's yeah, a shame because um, he's, yeah. he's, he's quite pricey. We could deal mm. with a little bit of a drop on him, couldn't we? Yeah, <laughs> there's a point. KDB will probably go down in price because he's made an appointment appearance today. Mm. Yeah, that's a good shout, Ben. Yeah. Um, obviously, players going up and down in prices. I think there is a question that we're going to move on to, which is I think is next. Connor. Is it worth using subs on players you know will go down in price to avoid the price loss, even if they may have a, a good point potential as a whole and have an easy fixture in game week two? Basically, what's the noise? Is it worth moving people in and out to try and build that um, build that pot up, even though when you you know they're going to hit a, a decent fixture? I think a good shout for this is probably City players, who we know are going to drop in price. Yeah. But they've got Norwich up next. Yeah. So that's the... go straight to you, Ben. You yeah, love a bit of this. That's the thing in it. Um, if they don't have very good fixtures after it, then yeah, I probably would think about it. But with Norwich, the next game, that could be a 6 0 kind of easy. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I wouldn't move any City players out. And he's got an example there as Martinez. Martinez still got decent fixtures, hasn't he? Yeah, he does. He's got Newcastle and Barrow. I don't, I don't know if he'll play against Barrow, but still decent fixtures. And then he's playing Brentford after that, so clean sheet yeah. potential there, isn't it? To yeah. to make up back what he's lost, probably. Um, yeah, that's why <clears throat> that's why I started with Sanchez because he's cheap and he probably won't go down much. Yeah, try and build the value up of the team. That's it. What do you reckon, James? Are you any plans to do it like that? <sighs> Not really. I I wouldn't want to. I don't want to take. Certainly wouldn't take a player out that's performed badly that has a good fixture next. Yeah. Case in point, the Man City players. Mm-hmm. Um, if I if I believe a player's going to go down, and I I've I've gone off him or there's a better option, and I have done that in the past. I will make sure I lock the transfers in before. Yeah. The so on a Thursday night to make sure that when they when the um, when they trip over and you get on the on the Friday morning when they do the updates, um, so that you can, you know, get the uh, player going down out and the player going up in. I, I have yeah. done that. Um, it's something I just keep an eye on. Basically, I, the only player that I might do that with this week is Gundawan or something. So Gundawan might go down, I guess, but he's not. He's not that expensive. So I'm guessing. I'm guessing he would only go down like point one or something. Maybe yeah. point two, and then um, KDB is going to possibly go up, like you say. So I suppose that could be something down. I might think yeah, about. Yeah, go down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, yeah, I mean, if you if you need to make a transfer anyway, you you can play it. It's, you don't have to do it unnecessarily by jumping players out that have got good fixtures. But if you've got to get rid of somebody, you can do it on a Thursday night and try and ca- catch it to go in your favour. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's one of them where you, you spend all your pre-season planning and you've probably planned for this first month, definitely, obviously going into the September, um, and you'll have planned your 11 players around their fixtures. 
So I don't think you're really going to bump into too many players that have a really bad fixture next. Because if you've yeah. got them players in your team, then you probably plan the players around the fixtures quite badly. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, there's some exceptions, obviously. But if you've got Chelsea players and that, who had a tough, tough run. But yeah, I mean, you're not really taking City players out when they play Norwich next, are you? Uh, no. Martinez is a good example, but yeah, he might lose a bit of value now, but he's got some good fixtures coming up. They could easily get back-to-back clean sheets. And, yeah. And then it's a transfer used for no reason. Yeah. Still like, good like value as well, wasn't he, at three million? Yeah. Like, like James says, it's, you, if, if you've got somebody you need to get rid of, then then definitely um, like look into that like with the uh, with the values going up and down. But you need to you need to. It's early early days. Let's say this is the first podcast after a one weekend of football, and that that team isn't picked for a, a game week. It's picked for a month or two months. Um, and looking forward, uh, you just gotta you just gotta keep the faith. Sometimes it's about um, sticking with sticking by them. We know how hit and miss Mares was last last year, but then he he ends up as one of the top midfield scorers at game. Yeah. So if you just kept him all season, you you scoring the points. Um, yeah. Oh, that helps you, Connor. Um, Steve's added to that um, a little bit about Mane. Yeah, I mean, no, I won't go into that. Steve Cole's been on. Have you have any of you made any snap last decisions and already made any transfers? Also, are you now doubting any of your choices? <laughs> That's football, well, isn't it? You know, you know, I've made a, I've made a transfer, haven't I? Because I've just said, I yeah, okay now. But I'm not yeah, so doubt. Go on. That was an early punt, though, weren't it? Yeah, just yeah. Punt out information I got, and I thought he might play. Might even might be available for the Europa League. I was hoping, but by yeah. the sounds of it, after today, today I don't think it will be. So I did the transfer to Regulon. Yeah, um, I'm not doubting any of my players at the minute. So yeah, I'm happy with my team. Yeah, what about you, James? Um, well, like I said earlier, I don't think it's time to be making panic transfers. It's we've only had one set of games. Um, yeah. I I I am doubting Fabianski, like I said earlier, but you kind of can't. You've got to give him more than one game. Mm. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, no, I'm I'm going to stick. I think at the moment. Yeah, same. Uh, I've not made a transfer. I'm not planning on any transfers either. Um, I'm looking more towards September and 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 putting a lot of planning in place to to attack that month. I'm hoping to have ample transfers to a. Uh, Change the team up for that. So, yeah, nothing at the minute. Um, although I'd love Sterling in my teams now. But with the way with the way City played, Sterling were the first to get hooked, which is I've, I've took a note of, um, with Sterling and Grealish both on that left-hand side. Um, mm. be, I think they're going to be sharing, sharing quite a bit of uh, game time over there on that side. I think Mares is probably more nailed on the right. So I think I'm, I'm going to stick with that. I don't think I'm going to make any hasty decisions, especially if you see if, if Kane comes in, and then you've got Ferran Torres that will be be opting for a wide position as well, and it's going to get a little bit messy. It's always a bit messy of the City lineup anyway, but I think even more so. 
Um, where do you fit all of them? <coughs> we struggle, we struggle. But yeah, another one probably we touched on already. Amon Tatler's been on his king, going to play for Spurs. It, no, I, I sincerely <laughs> believe he will not. I think it's done now. I think uh, if he were ever going to play for him, it would have been today. It, uh, yeah. And I just think it's done. You, you don't, um, you don't, like I say, you don't leave your best player out of the squad. Um, I just, I just think it. On, ben. How do you think he felt today? Do you think he was like happy for Spurs to win, or do you think he was like supporting <laughs> City? <laughs> I was thinking probably like they need him even more now. They might put that extra ten million on top and get him. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it shows the City are a striker. Sure, they've been even when like, when, they, when they lost Aguero, Jesus don't quite cut it. Mm. Um, they've been needing a number nine for so long. I think he's overpriced. I, I love Kane. I think he's probably one of the best number nines in the world. But at his age, I think 160 million is it they're after. Yeah. Oh, God. I think it's a lot of money for what? You probably get four years. Four years out of him. They can afford it, though, though can't they? They've, come, they've got plenty of backing with their with their rich Arab owners. Um, yeah. if, that, if that wins them the, the few titles, you know, yeah, true. I, I, I can, you know, I'm, I'm not saying I agree with spending ridiculous amounts of money, but um, if I'm, um, if I was a Man City fan, I'd want to, I'd want to see Kane playing up front. They do need somebody there, don't they? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like I say, it could be the difference. It could be the one that wins the wins the Champions League for him. Yeah. So, <clears throat> right off onto Ian. Uh, or Southampton, the Whipping Boys, and should we consider bringing any players in for the Carabao Cup, which touches nicely because we've uh, got the Carabao Cup fixtures up there, haven't we? Um, yeah. So, James, what, what are you thinking? Southampton, the Whipping Boys. Oh, I don't know. It's a bit early to 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 cap to mark someone as Whipping Boys. I mean, they've they've lost a few from their defence, haven't they? Bertrand's yeah. gone. Um, Bednarak's gone, or. Vestergaard. Um, Vestergaard, sorry. Bednarak's left there, isn't he? Yeah, uh... so um, poor old um, Bednarak is there on his own, you know, <laughs> trying to hold the fort. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, t- it's it's too early to say the Whipping Boys, I think. Certainly one to keep an eye on. Um, so yeah. you, we might be targeting their opponents coming for- going forward. So I think they've got Man United next, haven't they? Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, so... Go on, sorry. mate. Sorry. Go on. <laughs> You're right then. No, I said sorry. Go on. I, I jumped. Well, I finished actually. <laughs> All right. Now uh, I was going to say they've signed your your uh, centre forward, haven't they? Adam Armstrong from Blackburn. Yeah. Yeah. Top Got line. a goal. Yeah. Do you see it? Lovely Good finish, finish, mate. Good finish. Ooh. Yeah. Top corner. Yeah, he did that for us all last year. He were. Uh, I, I, what I've. I don't think Southampton will struggle scoring goals, yeah. because. Obviously, they've invested in Armstrong. He's a goal scorer. Uh, che Adams is a decent player up top. They've got Ward Prowse. He's set pieces. They're always a threat. But defensively, I mean, they've been decimated. Up to that back line the other day, it was a bit, a little bit scary. I'm surprised it weren't more from Everton. Um, but they really do need to invest some of that cash um, back into um, 
back into their, their back line. I mean, 15 million for Vestigoy, I think it's a steal uh, for, at Leicester. I think he's got a very good player there. He, he's been good at Leicester. Uh, he's been good at Southampton, sorry. Um, I know you uh, you put nine past him, didn't you? Yeah. We've we've signed two of the defenders that we put nine goals past yeah. <laughs> two years ago in a game. <laughs> and they both got sent off against us in the last two games at St. Mary's. Yeah. But... But the good players, Bertrand and uh, Vestergaard. Yeah. Very, very good players. I've been impressed with Bertrand in pre season. He got two assists and he was on free kicks. And then Covey comes and gets him. Yeah. Shocking. Shocking. But yeah, whipping boys, like I say, it's early to say. They might they might get a couple of centre halves and might end up really solid. So we'll just have to keep an eye on that. The Carabao Cup fixtures. Trouble being is they come after the week. The weekend, so any players that play in the weekend are going to be locked. So if you were to bring them in specifically for the Carabao Cup, you have to guess that they're playing, which yeah. never usually, never usually ends well. Um, if you want to highlight a fixture up there, is one that will go up is Villa against Barrow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so if you've got Ings in your team or Watkins or Buendia. Um, Anyone going forward, even even defenders, Matty Cash, Target, uh, Martinez, them types of players. If they do play, you'd expect them to get a nice haul in that game, but I wouldn't be bringing them in because it's too risky. Um, but then again, you've got a lot of transfers. Mm. Don't fancy Raul Jimenez against Nottingham Forest then? No, that's, that's that's a joke because I know that Ian's a Nottingham Forest fan. So, uh... <laughs> I mean, you probably get a hatful. Um, <laughs> tough, tough, uh, tough run of fixtures for Wolves now, though. The top yeah. of the menu in between, uh, other side of the the Forest game. Yeah, yeah, there is. But I mean, if you're Adam Adam Traore, you just run with ball and get Starman. So. Oh. He was he was rubbish. <laughs> I watched him on the weekend. He one on one with a keeper and he puts it wide. Star man, were he? <clears throat> Still got star man and dream team. So if you can <laughs> run with the ball and not lose it, you're you're all right. Don't have to don't can't don't have to be able to cross the ball or shoot at goal. Just yeah. run with the ball. He is a bit of a cheat code, and I yeah. think this weekend shown it a little <laughs> bit. The, so West Ham win four two. Ben Rama goal and assist. Antonio. So to be fair, Antonio missed the penalties, but uh, go and assist. Um, but Alan set maximum assist, yeah. and he can run with the ball. Yeah. So he gets star man. To be fair, he did play really well, but West Ham won four two, and I just think the influence was at the other end mm. for me. But yeah, uh, who's the other man who likes to run with ball? He got star man this weekend. Richarlison got it. Canos, can you? Canos got it. No, was it the uh, Watford game? Oh, Dennis. Oh, Ismail Sar. Oh, Ismail yeah. Sar. I bet he got no. seven rated. Dennis he? got the star man, didn't he, for in that yeah. game? Yeah. Sar was up there though. He was eight point four six rating. Mm. He does look good. Jesus. Yeah. Pierce to burn that, had not he? Yes. Dennis just got it because he got the assist as well as a goal. Mm. What what about uh, what about Watford's next fixtures? Brighton, Brighton, and then Crystal Palace and Cup. Yeah, 
If you're looking at Sar, I bet he's cheap, isn't he? Yeah, 2.5 million. Yeah, Midfielder as well. Yeah, a little punt in one of your lesser teams, one that <laughs> struggled in the first week. But yeah, he, he looked good. But yeah, Southampton, I don't think they're whipping boys, not just yet anyway, but um, yeah, good striker. They've got a good striker and all that. Yeah. McNeil has been on. Uh, do you think DCL is worth putting in? Legend from last year, weren't he? Calvert-Lewin. I think he's worth a shout. Looked, Definitely. All right. They scored at the weekend, didn't he? Yeah. Um, got Ever- they've got, got next. Everton's got Leeds. Then they've got Huddersfield. Huddersfield, yeah. And I remember last year... Uh, DCL got a hat trick against West Brom in the league, and then he got a hat trick against West Ham in midweek. So he, he was he on like fifty six points <laughs> for the week. Yeah, yeah, mental. Yeah, but I mean, if there's ever a time to put him in, if he, I mean this weekend possibly is if he does start the cup game, he's got Leeds, Huddersfield, Brighton, and Burnley um, next next four games. So yeah, yeah, he's he's definitely worth a punt. Definitely one to watch. Max one already James. got um sorry, Max already got um four non European players in his side. Um DCL I think is a good option, but I'm not sure bringing in a fifth non non European player would be wise. Yeah. What's he got in there? He's got um Dick uh Dick Luca Dean, Buendia, um Nicola Pepe, Antonio um Antonio Antonio's European. Oh, of course, yes, yeah, sorry. I, I, I know <laughs> we are not used to a claret and blue shirt being in Europe. <laughs> I know, it, that, keep, that keeps throwing me. Um, so, that, so, yeah, I suppose if he brings in one more, then he would then have four non-European players. Um, who, who for, though, if you're going to bring in uh, DCL? Mm. He's already got Salah and Lukaku. <clears throat> exactly, you you wouldn't be getting you wouldn't be switching those up, would you? Now, Lukaku's going to start next week, isn't he? Or yeah. or get some game time. Two for one over Lukaku though. Or Salah's got a nice fixture. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Antonio's got a decent fixture. Oh, he's got Leicester. It's probably probably score. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, he's only got a one gamer. Yeah, if, if anybody, obviously you'd take out Antonio, but. Mm. Like I said, two fixtures for one. No, no, I wouldn't do it. No, I don't think I'd do it either. But those transfers are precious. You need to be using them on uh, saving some for the end of the month to set yourself up for the following month, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's about the planning. Not too many punts being taken, especially this early. There's not, there's not much need. But yeah, yeah, I'd leave, I'd leave your team, Matt. Is that- is that his team there? Ruben up the arse. <laughs> up, the, up the ass, I mean. Yeah. yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway, we just thought we'd touch, obviously, um, a few weeks ago, a couple of pods ago. We probably lost quite uh, a lot of our North London fa- uh, listeners, um, <laughs> particularly Arsenal fans. Uh, so, yeah, just thought... A nice touch to probably bring them back is let's uh, have a quick discussion on how they went on this weekend. Um, 
yeah, do you wanna do you wanna open up Ben? How did Arsenal get on? <laughs> oh god. Terrible. Terrible. Oh. Fifty million on Ben White. Yeah. Got, got turned inside out by Mbumo, didn't he? He did. Mbuemo. Yeah, the, the thing is, we were with Brentford, they're a very good football inside. They, they played their way out of the Championship. They've been threatening to do it for a few years uh, and they've built up a very, very good... Uh, a very good... What's the what's the word I'm looking for? Like a, like a consistency of, yeah. of um, the way they play. It's been very consistent over the years and it's very much like, like Arsenal used to be under Wenger. But I, they were brilliant, Brentford. They're absolutely brilliant, and Arsenal. They're absolutely shocking. Um, but yeah, so sorry. I, I, I was. We did put this bit in before that game. Um, we was going to um, was going to give Arsenal a big, big up. But unfortunately, we've uh, not been able to do that. Hopefully, next week they get a better result. Well, yeah. Well, they could be bottom of the league after three games. Chelsea and Man City next. Oh God. Do you guys think um, that um, Aubameyang and Lacazette are really both ill, or uh, do you think there's more to it than that? It's a very, very strange situation. I don't know, mate. I don't. I haven't heard anything. Have you seen something? Well, there, there, he was very. Uh, Arteta was a bit coy over it. Right. I heard in in the in the in the press conferences, sort of, which leads you to think there might be a bit more to it. They keep being. They kept being linked with Tammy Abraham. Yeah. Um, yeah. And obviously Lacazette's there, who's doing half decent job. Mm. Um, he's he's probably thinking, well, they're trying to get rid of me. He must know because yeah. they're not yeah. going. They're clearly, if they brought in Tammy, they were going to get rid of Lacazette. From what, if you read between the lines, so he's probably not very happy, is he? No. And it does and um, Abraham's going to uh, Roma now, I think. So yeah. if they'd kept it all quiet. And um, don't go on about their business like Villa did in the summer. Then perhaps <laughs> I don't know. I just got a feeling there's something not right there. They need yeah, to start paying to... for the transfers up front, and they might have got got it up through the door <laughs> 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 instead of paying it in dribs and drabs. It wouldn't surprise me if both of them leave. Um, Abamyang obviously doesn't seem happy there. But then Lacazette has been he's been playing a, a bit part show in a very very mediocre team for so long. I, I, he was a goal scorer in France. He come over here. And he's just never ever been given the opportunity to to lead that line week in week out. I, I think any time he's had a, a batch of games when Aubameyang's been out, it, it's literally he does the job. But then there's a sniff of somebody else coming in, and 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 basically he's gone back on bench. Doesn't matter whether he scored two previous game. I just yeah, if I were Lacazette, I'd be off as well. Anyway, yeah, so performance of the week isn't for Arsenal. It's for um, Tottenham. Uh, yeah. Great performance against City. And, yeah, happy days. Lots of players on my watch list from that game. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Lots of value in that team. Lots of uh, cheap cheap enablers. Yeah, we said that, didn't we? Um, yeah. One of the pods we said about if, if Spurs can hit the ground running, the value is all in Spurs' assets because mm. they're so lowly priced. Um, nice to see Doherty come on for a, a five-pointer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If that's a thing, that's going to be common. Um, Tanganga, who we said would go on the watch list if he does start. How yeah. good was he? How good really was he? Good. 
um, back to like, a couple of years ago when he first first came out, and he, he were brilliant, absolutely brilliant. So, yeah, I think that's that's about it from us. We're going to jump onto the mini league top ten early doors, but uh, it'll be done every week. Um, right in tenth, like I'm not happy about this anyway. I don't know if you've seen, <laughs> but in eleventh slash twelfth. It's me, and I don't. I hope this isn't a common common theme where I'm just going to sit underneath the top ten and I'm not be able to read my name out. Obviously, leading on from last last year, but yeah, joint tenth we've got Lee Hooper and Henry Cartridge, both on ninety three points, and then we've got joint fourth of Beatles DTT Ben Lee. <laughs> we've got DS two Darren Slater, Sparta FC Jim Jim McVicker. Uh, Rain Superlicious, Andrew Barnett, Sir Alex FC2 with Alex Cole, Space Raiders, love Space Raiders, pickled onion, <laughs> best flavour, Tom, Tom Brindley. And then <laughs> up we go to in third, Penenka FC, Heath Robson. In second, Furlord Flops, Chris Packard. And do you know, you're in, you're in our league last year, Darren Slayer. And I still have to look. Is is a uh, Alice Millie? Yeah, Isla, 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 Alice, Alice Millie. That must be his daughter or something. Yeah, I guess so. Darren, if uh, if you're listening, mate, can you just either change that team name or just give us a heads <laughs> up on Twitter? <laughs> so I can re- if you're going to stay up there, mate, I'm going to struggle with that every week. Um, but yeah, fair play, mate. Under and two points, nice score. Um, yeah, that's the uh, top 10 for this week. Uh, we'll jump forward to the overall ownership. Um, we'll just have a quick rundown of that. Um, do you want to go through that, James? Yeah, sure. So at the top, we've got um, Mohamed Salah on 60%, Bruno Fernandez on 59%. I suspect that might be a bit higher next week. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke Shaw on 45%, Jack Grealish on 39%, Harry Kane, surprisingly, on 35 Lots of casuals out there. Sorry, Ben. Mm. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> I'm only joking. Uh, Jaden Sancho on th- 34%, Harry Maguire on 33 Trent on 33 and Ruben Diaz on 30 um, Any ones you want to pick out from further down the list? So, Jamie Vardy's quite high, isn't it? Twenty one percent. Yeah, the goats. Yeah, happy, happy twenty one percent. Yeah. God, I, I can't believe I haven't got him in any of my teams. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even got him in any format at all. He was brilliant. Lot. He was brilliant on Saturday. Just you like have a lot of uh, Jack Grealish, Harry Kane, thirty eight percent, thirty five percent. Jesus. A lot of unlucky, un, uh, unhappy managers there. Like you say, is it casuals there that are just gone Jack Grealish, Harry Kane, in. Carl Let's Walker, say. not even played. Yeah. Mm. yeah, true. He's always a risk with Cancelo. I think we said that in one of our earlier pods. So anyone who's listening, um, who, who listens to the pod and still put Carl Walker in after we said that... Um, the Rebels were rotation risk from Cancelo. Go away and have a little word with yourself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Right. So carrying on from last year, 
Um, we are doing the differential league. We've changed it up a little bit this time because uh, there's more of us. So there's going to be me, Ben, James, Fergie's getting involved this year. And we've got Connor, who's obviously doing the Dream Team blogs for us. He's he's happily uh, happily agreed to get involved. So Connor's going to be leading the community team. So they've got a new manager this year, James. But yeah, I, I, you, did, you did a cracking job last year. Thank you. Uh, so so Connor's going to run it uh, for the community. Um, the rules are: we each select a player that's less than ten percent owned when selected, because obviously his percentage can change. Um, he's less than ten percent owned. We're going to select him for a month at a time this time. So uh, the first selection will be this weekend, um, and that will run to the end of August. So it will run to the, the the dates that the transfers refresh. That's the uh, start of a fresh month and a fresh selection for everybody. Uh, Connor will be putting two people or two players on Twitter for the community to vote on. Um, and basically, yeah, hopefully all the listeners get involved and drop a vote on there um, because there will be a prize to the winner at the end. Obviously, if one of us win, it'll be one of us that win. If it's one of the community that win, uh, it, there will be a, basically like a raffle. So every, everyone, every all the listeners will, will be involved in that raffle. Everyone who's voted throughout the season and been involved, uh, they'll they'll all be in there to to win. Which I'm possibly, possibly thinking a a t shirt or or some Dream Team Tonic merchandise. It might might even be a little hamper. Uh, we'll see how the funds go. See see how far they stretch. But yeah, a bit of fun. Uh, something to add on to the side, and we try to show our expertise of picking a differential out for the month. So that's how that's going to work this year. Um, I just a plug for the website and the blogs. Um, get get across to dreamteamtonic.com. We've got some great blogs on there. We uh, James and obviously new boy Connor um, doing doing the blogs, and hopefully be a bit from Ben throughout the season. Um, Reem, Louie and Max are doing the, the FPL stuff. Uh, Reem and Louie, the blogs, and Louie and Max do a, a, a great pod on FPL if, if, you, if you're an FPL player. Um, Reese and Steve are doing our Sky Sky Fantasy Football blogs. Uh, so get across and give, give them a read. And Mike does some great stuff um, with his fan team. Uh, love, the, uh, love all the Harrier stuff and that, and his graphics. He's he really does put a lot, of, a lot of effort into it, uh, and he's a he's a good fan team player. So, if you do play that version, get over there and and um, give it a read. Uh, if you've not hit subscribe yet, please. Uh, we've got a hell of a lot of listeners that are unsubscribed at the minute. Please hit that subscribe button. It, it means a lot to us, and and the like button. Any comments, drop below. It helps. Um, if you want to know anything, if you've got any questions, like, we're we're always there to answer. Um, yeah, that, that's all from me. Eric, to add, add to... I'd only say that uh, it's what a great, how great it is to have the football back with fans in the stadium, back to some form of normality. Thanks to all our listeners um, who support us really heavily on Twitter. Um, fantastic to be back. Cheers, James. Yeah, great to have the season back again, isn't it? Uh, fans in the stadium, like you said. And uh, we'll be posting all the mini-leagues on Twitter for Sky, Fan Team and FPL also. 
keep a keep a look on that. Yeah, good man. Yeah, so I think that's all from us until uh, next week. Um, hopefully, we're still all riding high and having a good uh, good start to the year. Yeah. See you later, guys. See you later. See ya. See you later.